0: Come on, is that your song of praise here today? I love you, Jesus, more than anything. I think it'd be a good idea for us all to lift up our hands and just tell Jesus how much we love him. Come on, let's tell Jesus how much we love him. Come on, more than anything. Come on, more than the air I breathe, more than life itself. You're my everything, Jesus. Come on, let's worship him for a few more moments. Hallelujah, Lord. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, well, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise all across the building in Jesus' wonderful name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. It's good to be in the presence of the Lord. Glad to have all of our guests and our visitors with us. Let's give them a warm welcome in Jesus' wonderful name. Praise God, brother Diaz. If I could have you, brother Diaz. If I could have you, get ready. Thank you, sir. It's good to have brother Brazuela with us in the house of the Lord as well. This is brother Mark's father, and good to have him visiting with us. Jesus' wonderful name. Now, normally I have elder Bobo here, but uh, he's he's not feeling well. We need to continue to pray. for for his sciatica and different things like that, that God would raise him up. Uh, But we don't want to lose focus. Amen. We we took a pledge. Amen. And we do it once a year because we're trying to purchase a facility. And uh, we we believe that uh, if we are uh, faithful, amen, God is going to be faithful as well. And so I'm excited to say we have hit the $260,000 mark. Amen. Let's give God some praise for that. Come on, somebody give God praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your blessings. Thank you for helping your church, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. Amen, amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. If you have your Bibles, we're going to be turning open to the book of Mark chapter 6. And as you're turning in your Bibles, we like to dismiss our Sunday school students to their classrooms. Amen, praise God Mark chapter 6 and verse 54 And then also we're going to be opening up to the book of Acts chapter 5 and verse 12 It's good to have Donovan with us on a Sunday, amen He was able to sneak away from work And uh, we've been having some good Bible studies And we're looking forward to more in Jesus' name Mark chapter 6 and verse 54 and when they were come out of the ship, straightway they knew him and ran through that whole region round about and began to carry about in beds those that were sick where they where they heard he was. And whithersoever he entered into villages or cities or country, they laid the sick in the streets and besought him that they might touch if it were but the border of his garment. And as many as touched him were made whole. Amen. Where they heard he was, and as many as touched him were made whole. Let's skip over to the book of Acts chapter 5 and verse 12. Amen. Acts chapter 5 and verse number 12. The Bible says, And by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people. And they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. And of the rest durst no man join himself to them, but the people magnified them. And believers were the more added to the Lord, multitudes both of men and women, insomuch that they brought forth the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and on couches, that at the least, I love that, that at the least, there might be some people who went for the most, but at the least, the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow some of them. There came also a multitude out of the cities round about unto Jerusalem, bringing sick folk, them that were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed, every one. I want you to notice in Mark, it says they brought the sick, laid them on the streets where they heard Jesus was. And as many as touched him were made whole. And then you go to the book of Acts, and they started laying the sick on the streets again. That at the least, they might just get a glimpse of the shadow of Peter. And they were healed. Every one. There's people that even came from the cities outside Jerusalem to lay on the street. And they were healed every And I want to preach to us for a few moments on this subject. Positioned for a miracle. Positioned for a miracle. Would you set down your Bibles and let's pray as a church. I believe that in this atmosphere and in this house. That 100% of the church, amen, can be healed. I believe that 100% of the people listening can be healed. Come on, do you believe that with me? I believe that 100% can be delivered 100%. Come on, everyone. I believe that God's got enough power to heal and to deliver and to save to the uttermost. Everyone! Somebody give God a hand clap of praise in Jesus' wonderful name. Hallelujah. God bless you. You may be seated for a few moments here today. Amen. Positioned for a miracle. The book of Mark chapter 6 where we take our text uh, is interesting for a few reasons because we start off by reading when they were come out of the ship but to understand what happened we've got to go back just a couple chapters because it was back in chapter uh, number 5 that we find that they went into the sea chapter 4 I'm sorry Where they went into the sea, Jesus said, let's go over to the other side. And they came to the country of the Gadarenes where there was a wild man. But before they got to the other side, the Bible says that the wind and the waves were contrary. And those wind and waves began to crash against the boat so hard uh, that they thought they were going to sink. But thankfully, they had Jesus on their boat. It was a wild storm. They thought they were going to die. They started to lose faith. But somebody remembered, we've got Jesus on the boat. And if we can get Jesus from the bottom of the boat to the bow of the boat, I know that if, come on somebody, I know he can speak to whatever I'm facing And he can turn it all around. Oh, somebody give God praise here today. Hallelujah. Jesus came and stood on that boat, and he began to speak to the wind and waves, and they ceased. Amen. They went from being in this low place, this depressing state that says we're going to die here, to all of a sudden looking at Jesus with wonder and amazement, who is this that even the wind and the waves obey him? They got a whole different view of Jesus. Amen. I thank God for every difficult season in my life. I, I wish I could tell you I thank God while I was in it. But I thank God after the fact because I can now look at Jesus in more awe and say you're more awesome than I ever imagined. Do I have anybody that can testify? That you went through it, but God brought you through it. Uh, You might have been walking through the valley of the shadow of death, but it was God that was right there carrying you all the way. Somebody give him praise. They went from this low place to this amazement. Wow, look what Jesus has done. And if that wasn't enough, they made it to a place where there was mountains and tombs. And there was a wild man that met them out of the tombs and And they come and this man's possessed of the devil and Jesus rebukes the devil. I want you to think about where they're at. They thought we're going to die, but now they know the one they're following can control the weather. And not only can he control the weather, he can tr- control every demonic force uh, and cast it out. They just went from this low place to this mountaintop. Uh, oh, nobody like our God. There's nobody like Jesus. Uh, he can do things nobody else can do. Uh, amen. I, I want you to know that that no matter how low Life kits, you got to remember in life there's also going to be miracles that God performs, there's also going to be great times where God comes through. Somebody give him praise, hallelujah! And if that's not enough, they make it. And there's a man by the name of Jairus that has a daughter that's sick. And, they, and Jesus is brought to his house, and, and on the way they find out his daughter died. And imagine this. The disciples are thinking, okay, well, he's dealt with wind and waves, and he's dealt with devils, but there's no way he can deal with death. And, and so they come, and, and sure enough, Jesus raises that little girl up from the dead. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and we find that Jesus, amen, tells them, amen, in chapter 6, Get back on the boat. I just got somebody right there. All the high places. Man, let's go back to the wild man of Gadara and talk about how he's doing. Let's go back to Jairus' daughter and find out she's alive. Let's go back to these high places and these great moments where you, amen, got the wind and the waves to cease, but Jesus looked at them and said, Now it's time, boys, uh, that you get back on the boat. Most of us would say there's no way. I almost drowned last time. There's no way I'm going to get back on a sinking ship. We haven't even we haven't even fixed it yet. It's still it's still not it's a little waterlogged. We've got we've haven't bailed all the water out of it yet. But Jesus says, "Get back on the boat." But this time, I'm going to do it a little bit different. You're going to get on the boat, but I'm not coming with you. Oh, anybody ever been there? Can anybody testify? You ever been there where Jesus had you do something crazy? Amen. And he said, you're going to go do it, uh, and you're not going to feel me. You're not going to see me. It's not going to seem like anything's going to happen. Uh, but you got to obey Jesus and get up on that boat. Oh, come on. And they look at Jesus thinking, man, you're a little crazy. We just went from a low to a high, and now you're telling us we got to go back down to this low place where we got to get back on a boat that's probably going to sink. And sure enough, they get in the middle of everything. And the wind and the waves come back. Anybody ever felt like you got out of something just for it to come back? Full force, you you just oh man, thank God I got I got done with that. And man, it comes back with a left hook, and you're just staggering because amen. But but here they're thinking, Oh, oh no, we're in this middle of this storm. What are we gonna do? Amen. And somebody goes, Well, let's call on Jesus. Oh man, he's not here. Now they don't know what to do. Jesus is not there with them. Oh my goodness. We just came and and the Bible says one thing that's interesting. Another high place that I I forgot to mention, Jesus just multiplied the bread and the fish for 5,000 people. And then he told them to get on the boat. And they're thinking, oh my goodness, we just got done with the biggest fish fry in history and now we're going to drown on a full stomach. Think about that. They're weighing down that boat even more. We're going to drown. We got to call on Jesus, but he's not here. I felt like that a few times, but sure enough, Jesus comes walking on the water. The point I want to bring up is this, is that Jesus still makes house calls. Jesus still will visit you right where you are. Well, Pastor, I'm in the middle of a storm and I don't know what I'm going to do because the last time I was in a storm, I was feeling God. The last time I was there, I felt like I had a word from God, but now I'm back in the storm and it feels like Jesus is nowhere around. I want you to know that Jesus came walking on the water. He didn't let any obstacles stop him from getting to people that were in need. Oh, somebody give him praise. Well, I'm going through it, preacher. That's all right. Jesus can come right where you are, walking on the thing you're afraid of, stepping over your fears, stepping over your depression, and make it right where you are. Oh, somebody give him praise. Jesus, amen, still performs house calls. We see that Jesus, amen, showed up to Peter's house and healed his mother in law. Some people say that's why he denied him, but he healed his mother in law, amen, on a house visit. We find that Jesus showed up, amen, as was read today, at Mary and Martha and Lazarus's house. And there he's performed many different miracles. We find that Jesus showed up as we read about a little bit ago. Amen. Jarius said, I gotta have you come to my house. And Jesus said, I'll come to your house. I'll come where you are. Man, Jesus can do this. He can show up, amen, to wherever the people are in need. Man, we see this about him. Amen. We also see there was some lepers in Luke chapter 17 and verse 12. The Bible says that as Jesus entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers. And they wanted Jesus to heal him. I want you to notice something they were waiting in their city because they heard that Jesus was going from city to city doing house calls and they thought oh my goodness let's just wait for Jesus to make it to our city they had been waiting for Jesus to come I don't know how long but if you could think about it for a moment I think that's good to have faith that Jesus does house calls I think it's important to have faith that Jesus can come to where you are. That he can come to your house. But I want to bring another perspective. They were there in the city waiting for Jesus to show up. This was nothing more than a hope and a wish because Jesus could have very well gone somewhere else. Amen. We do see Jesus taking a detour to meet a woman at a well from Samaria. Amen. He met her where she was and for all they knew Jesus could have been moving on another house call and never came to their city but they were waiting saying well maybe he's going to show up and come and do the house call amen but but let me bring about another point and this is where I've come to preach to us here today amen that Jesus does in fact come to your house Jesus will in fact come to where you are amen but there are another level of faith that when they got out of the boat the second time the Bible says they knew him they got a new revelation about him that Jesus can in fact come where we are but what would happen if we got everybody to where Jesus was coming somebody give him praise jesus will come to your house but you can also do what you did today and come to god's house you can jesus will go to where you are but i've got good news you don't gotta wait around for a miracle you can go where god is you come on somebody you can meet he'll meet you where you are but you can also meet jesus where jesus is somebody lift up your hands and magnify him Come on, let's give him praise here today. Oh, Come on, let's magnify him here today. There's some folks you've been waiting for a while, waiting on things to change, waiting on things to happen, waiting on Jesus to show up and make a miracle. But I got good news for you today. You don't got to wait any longer. You can position yourself to receive a miracle, amen, this very afternoon, amen. You, You can position yourself to get what you need from God today. James chapter 4 and verse 8 tells us uh, draw near to God or draw nigh to God, close to God, and he will draw nigh or close unto you. Well, preacher, I don't feel God right now. Amen. Why don't you lift up your hands and begin to give God worship because i got a promise in the Word of God. I don't got to wait on him. I can lift up my hands and magnify him, and he will inhabit the praises of his people. I've got a promise from the Word of God. Amen. I don't feel like he's close right now, but I have nothing hindering me from getting as close to him as I want. Somebody give him praise. Come on. Let's lift up our hands and magnify him. Come on, let's praise him. Let's praise him for a moment. Right where you are. Well, I don't feel him. That's all right. Why don't you praise him? I don't don't, don't know what's happening right now. Why don't you give God worship? Draw close to him with a pure heart. Draw close to him. Oh, come on, let's magnify him. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody magnify him. Come on, he's as close as the mention of his name. Draw close to him, and he will draw close to you. You don't have to wait. You can position yourself. The Bible says they went, and they went around the city and the region round about, and they gathered and grabbed everybody that was sick, everybody that was that was disabled, everybody uh, that was distressed of the devil. Uh, I think that's a great message to the church of the living God. Uh, amen. The Bible says we ought to go on the highways into the byways and the hedges uh, and compel them to come. Uh, amen. I, I think we can believe God uh, can go around and God can do house calls. I believe that with all my heart. Uh, amen. But I also believe uh, that, that the disciples got a revelation uh, if they only knew who he was. Uh, amen. They would possess position themselves. But since they can't position themselves, the disciples said, we'll start positioning them on the streets where we think Jesus is about to go. The Bible says that they brought the ones that were sick possessed, laid up in their beds disabled and they brought them and laid them on the streets where they heard Jesus was or as another way to put it where they heard Jesus was going. Imagine this as a divine parade where they've got it and they think well he might take a left over here so let's move this person right on the very edge so that while he's going by they may be disabled and not able to walk to where he is but they can just reach out and just get a hold of the robes of his garment. Oh, come on somebody. We're going to lay them in a place where we heard. Can I preach to somebody here today? It was nothing more than a rumor that Jesus might pass by those ways. It was nothing more than hearsay that Jesus was coming by. But somebody said, if I've got a chance to be healed, I'm going to take my chance. If I've got an opportunity to be delivered, I'm going to take my opportunity. If I've got a shot at it, it might be a small percentage that I can even reach but I'm gonna position myself in such a way uh, that I can get as close uh, and reach out as far uh, and touch uh, if I gotta roll out my bed Uh, I'm gonna roll out my bed uh, but I made it up in my mind Uh, I'll be positioned uh, when he comes by Uh, I'll be ready uh, when he walks by uh, and I'll reach out and grab somebody uh, give him some praise Come on, there's some folks that came to church today, but you didn't come to sit like a bump on a log. You came and you positioned yourself in that prayer room and started calling on the name of the Lord. What were you doing? You were saying, I got to get as close as I can so that when he comes by, when he comes by, I'm going to reach out and grab a hold of the hem of his garment. I got to get as close. I got to get postured. I got to get... My I wish somebody would just take a hold of that miracle. You don't got to wait for it. You got to reach for it. Somebody give him praise here today. Come on, let's magnify him for a few moments. You don't got to wait for it. You just got to reach for it. You don't got to wait for it. You just got to reach for it. You got to grab a hold of Jesus. Oh, I feel him in this house. Come on. I feel him in this house. I heard a rumor last night in prayer. Not gossip about you or your family. But I heard a rumor in prayer last night that the Holy Ghost was going to be in this house. I heard a rumor that Jesus was coming. Come on, somebody. Amen. Well, I don't think I got more chances to be lost. No, you don't. I heard a rumor Jesus is coming by. Posture yourself. Position yourself that when he goes by, you reach. Think about it. They heard. It was nothing more than hearsay. But as many, oh hallelujah, as many as touched his garment. I wonder how many have walked out of church time in and time out and said, well it wasn't for me. But I've come to tell you that if you reach out, there is a 100% success rate. No drug can give you 100% success rate. No psychologist can give you 100% success rate. No marriage counselor can give you 100% success rate. But I'll tell you something, that's foolproof. People that position themselves might be busted now, but I'm going to get as close as I can to reach out and get a hold. If I can get a hold of Jesus, it's going to change. Amen. Does that ring a bell for anybody? He, they, they laid up and reached towards the hem or the border of his garment the very verse i started talking about amen in 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 mark chapter 6 amen the bible lets us know that on his way to jarius's house amen while he was going to do a house call while somebody was waiting on him to get to his house there was a woman that said i i don't have time to wait for you to get to my house I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. I've wasted 12 years of my life. I've wasted all my money. I don't got enough time or money or energy. And the Bible said she started positioning herself for that miracle. She started crawling through the crowd, pushing people out of the way, not caring what they thought about her. Wasn't as beautiful as what other people were doing, waiting for a house call. But i have got but you know why? You know why there's not a 100% success rate? Because there's a lot of people that are, that are unwilling to posture themselves right. i got to look dignified. i got to look sanctified. What would they say? Well, what would they say if you got healed? Well, what, what would brother so-and-so think about me? Who cares? <laughs> but see, the people that get it are the ones that are willing to posture themselves. Well, well I don't, you know, I'm a, the people that are uh, just, they're, they're comfort creatures. They're, they're the ones that will stand in the crowd, wait for the house call. Hey, and you might get your miracle. That's awesome. Praise God. But there's the other ones that are a little radical that aren't afraid to get their knuckles stepped on, not, they're not afraid to get a little dirty. They're not afraid to get spin on. They're not afraid to get stepped on. Uh, Amen. But those are the ones uh, that said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stop waiting on my moment, uh, waiting on my time, uh, and I'm going to make a moment. Uh, I'm going to. The Bible tells us of a man by the name of Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was, pass- was going, and he heard that Jesus was going to pass through a place by the name of Jericho. There was no guarantee, but he heard. And the Bible says Zacchaeus showed up. Amen. And he started looking for Jesus, but he could not see them for the press, could not see them for the people that were in front of him. Here's why. The Bible says he was a little stature. Now, back in that day, Hebrew people were about five foot tall. So should make all of us feel tall here today. So he'd already be short in this group. Y'all would look like giants. But imagine this. He's shorter than short. And he can't see Jesus. He tries to press his way in, but he can't. They push him back out because, get away, little man. Amen. He tries, and I'm doing this for effect. He starts jumping up as high as he can, just trying to get a glimpse of the master. He just wants to see Jesus. Amen. But when he can't see Jesus, he starts looking around. I want to explain. He might have been a short man, but I'll tell you what this man was. He was a wealthy man. He was a distinguished man. Everybody in the community knew who he was, but he didn't care. He's started taking his tie off
1: Amen. he started saying I'm going
0: to get where Jesus is going to see me I'm a position myself I see he's going that way but he started looking around where can I get to, to a place where he can see a little man like me where can I go that he can see a short man like me and the Bible says he saw a sycamore tree and said I'm too short right now by myself but I see a tree that'll take me up a few inches, take me up a few feet, and I'm going to position myself where Jesus can see. That's cute. That's cute for Zacchaeus because he was a short man. But let me preach to you, Romans 3 and 23, for all have sinned and come. All have sinned and come. Guess what? Everybody in this building doesn't measure up. Stop trying to act like by yourself. You're going to measure up. You're going to have to do what Zacchaeus did and position yourself on a tree called Calvary where the blood was shed to wash all your sins away. You're going to have to climb up higher than you can reach on your own. You're going to have to go up to another level that you by your birth were not able. You're going to have to be born again. Somebody give him Praise. Let's lift up our hands and magnify him. Come on, let's pray for a moment. Come on, let's pray. Come on, let's pray in this house. I want to position myself that when Jesus passes by, he'll see me. When Jesus passes by, he'll wash my sins away. When Jesus passes by, he'll heal my body. Bible says that Jesus walked right by his way and looked up and saw a man that had changed his position. Hallelujah. Prominent man in the community became a childlike tree climber. Hey Amen. We, we got kids climbing trees, but if any of us climb trees, we might break something. We'll probably break the tree. But but you see this distinguished man not care what anybody thinks. He's got to see Jesus. I don't know about you, but I'm sick of this whole world. I got to see Jesus. If that means I got to climb to uncomfortable places, I'll do it. If that means I got to be made fun of by a lost and dying world, so be it. But I'm going to get to another level where Jesus is going to pass by and he's going to look at me and he's going to say, I see you change your position. See, the Bible says of Zacchaeus uh, that when he got up there, Jesus passed by and saw him where he was uh, and said, hey, Zacchaeus, uh, come on down from that tree. Uh, I'm going home with you. See, when you position yourself for a miracle, you might also get a house visit. You might just think you're getting a miracle in the moment, but Jesus will tell you, I'm also coming home with you. So don't wait for him to come home with you. Get up a little higher. And when you get up a little higher, he'll come home with you anyways. Zacchaeus, he said today, salvation's come in your house. He positioned himself for salvation. You know why a lot of people have not been saved? But the Bible says that God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Proud. Amen. Proud little man syndrome. I'm too dignified. I'm not getting up on that tree. Nobody's gonna tell me what to do. I'm not going to that altar. No, 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 no. He said, I'm gonna humble myself. Amen. The Bible says he gives grace to the humble. And he looked up and said, You're not afraid, amen, of, of, of changing your position and changing your posture and changing your attitude. I'm convinced there's some prayer requests that have yet to be answered because people refuse to change their position. But if you would change your position, and get yourself ready for it. God would start to do it if you would just change your position. Crawl through that crowd. Climb up that tree. Go ahead and lay on the side of the road. Whatever you gotta do, I'm convinced that Jesus is gonna answer. Oh, let's give him praise. Let's stand across the building and give God praise. Come on, let's magnify him here today. Got to position yourself. Got to change your posture. Gotta change your mentality. You gotta change your level. Amen. I'm going up another level. I'm going up another notch. He's not he's not gonna see me as I'm being down here petty. I've got to go up from being petty and just get a hold of him. I've been down here seeking pity, but pity's not gonna change anything. I'm gonna climb up to a tree that's got power. Yeah. The Bible says that there was, amen, Jesus entered in the house. And it was noise abroad. It was another rumor. Jesus was at the house. The Bible says they packed in as much as they could on one of those house calls. But there was one man that was born of four. Hallelujah. He was sick of the palsy. He was sick of what he was dealing with. He was sick of not being able to take care of himself. And the Bible says, amen, they tried to get in the door but couldn't get in the door. Anybody ever been there? Sorry, it's locked. Tried to climb in the window, couldn't get in the window. Well, I guess I'll just go home and wait for Jesus to show up. No. They climbed up on top of the roof where Jesus was. I could only imagine if it wasn't Jesus, just a birthday party, they'd interrupted something. They didn't care. They heard Jesus was there and they were going to give it a chance. They couldn't even see if he was. They they just had to go on the rumor. They climbed up on that roof and they risked being sued by the owners of the home, ripping off the tiles of the roof. Ripping off, amen, all of, all of, the, all of the, all the different stuff to get through. Tearing out electrical if they had to. Amen, until they could get down to where Jesus was. Yeah, they probably could have waited for Jesus to leave the house. But they said, we got to get in position. We got to get in position for the master. And the Bible says he healed him. And he forgave him of all of his sins. And finally, in the book of Acts chapter 5, Jesus has died and been crucified, rose again on the third day, poured out his spirit on the day of Pentecost, and has ascended up into heaven. But people are still hearing about Jesus. Here we are 2,000 years later. I want you to know, Jesus is in the house. Jesus is in the house. And people started coming by the droves. And they met a man by the name of Peter. Who the Bible says it was rumored that he had been with Jesus. Jesus is ascended to heaven. But there's this man of God who was rumored he'd been with Jesus. They said, that's good enough for me. Lay me where he's going to be walking by. If he's been with Jesus, I know. Amen. This is how it used to work. Lay me where his shadow might pass by. There is no biblical proof that Peter's shadow had any magical abilities. There's no biblical proof other than the scripture that says there's healing in his wings talking about the Messiah. So what healed them? Not the shadow. I'll tell you what healed them. They positioned. Everybody else position themselves in doubt, but I'm gonna position myself in faith. I don't even know it's gonna work. I don't have any proof, but I'm gonna position myself in the rare event that it happens. Brother Roswell, what if I go to the altar and, and I get my hands laid on me and I don't get healed? no proof that this type of sickness has ever been healed but what if you go and it happens what if you go and you had no proof but this this shadow just touched you God saw your faith that you positioned yourself And God says, I see faith and I honor faith and I'm going to heal them. And the Bible says He healed every one of them. I believe we can have a hundred percent, a hundred percent move of God in this church here today. You believe that with me? He healed all of them. 100%, 100%, 100%. 100%, 100%, 100%. Maybe you're sick in your body, 100%. Maybe you've not received the gift of the Holy Ghost speaking in other tongues, 100% can leave this building speaking in a language they didn't come in speaking maybe you're addicted to drugs and you're thinking oh there's no way I believe 100% of addictions can fade away amen in the name of Jesus amen well maybe you're struggling with depression something psychological I believe 100% of your brain can be morphed and changed and transformed by the power of the blood of Jesus you might have walked in marriage in trouble but I believe 100% of marriages can walk out amen looking like they never thought about divorce (laughs) walking out saying we've never been happier but it comes down to this it was a hundred percent of the people that positioned themselves (laughs) and they got ready for the miracle I don't know what you came to church for here today some people came just to be religious check it off the box God bless you for it. Glad you're here. I really am. But there's some other people that said I got to come and I got to get a touch from God. I got to come to church. And I got to get a hold of Jesus. I got to come to church and if it's nothing more than just a sh- just a type and shadow. Maybe it's just a little bit of a just an overshadowing it's not a whole lot i didn't even get anything physical to touch i didn't necessarily feel anything I, i didn't necessarily see anything it doesn't seem like anything necessarily changed in that moment but i will position myself for either a touch a reach or just a shadow if you came here today and you're saying i want to be part of that hundred percent amen where he healed them all he touched them all I want to invite you to come down to this altar and lift up your hands what are you doing when you do that all you're doing is saying God I'm gonna step out of the crowd God I'm gonna step into a position I'm gonna position myself where Lord I know you're gonna meet people in this altar it's been rumored service after service you fill people with the Holy Ghost you've healed people you touch people in this altar I've heard the rumor it's enough for me that God you can set people free I've seen it before and I'll see it again and when you come to this altar you lift up your hands and you begin to position yourself reach out come on right now let's pray somebody reach out come on let's pray in the name of Jesus. Maybe you're not comfortable coming to the altar. That's alright. I believe this is for you as well. You can lift up your hands. Amen. What are you doing? I'm posturing myself in my seat. And I'm calling on the name of the Lord. And I'm getting. I'm going to get my miracle. I'm not going to wait on my miracle. I'm going to get it. I'm going to grab a hold of it. Come on, somebody pray in the Holy Ghost. If you don't have the Holy Ghost yet, you can have it today. I believe you can get it today. Position yourself. Posture yourself and say, Jesus, I need it. Come on, they're going to sing as we pray. They're going to sing as we pray, but I want you to reach out.
1: hearts are
0: God can touch 100% right now.
1: It will happen with Jesus. It will happen in this place. With Jesus, it will happen. With Jesus, it will happen. With Jesus, it. Will Jesus, will have
0: this house just position yourself to receive what God has for you just position yourself to receive what the Holy Ghost has for you